the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, it's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Every now and then a call will come in, and I'll give them a little bit more space because I think we can learn something. We don't get really good exposure to financial planning issues growing up. I think high schools failed miserably for my generation. I don't know what's going on in high schools today. i got to imagine there's a little bit more focus on the stock market and money and investing and things along those lines. This show is completely 100% dedicated to getting you to retirement. I don't care how I do it. Age 20 to 60. I want you to live with some dignity from age 60 to 100. I want you to eat some good food. I want you to see the world. I want you to spoil the grandkids. That's what I want. Will it happen? Hopefully. If not, let's say you hit retirement, you got no money saved. You got nothing. What's a good idea? At one point in time, someone called the show and said, Rob, here's my plan for retirement. I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to go in there with a loaded gun and scream, everyone get down. Spend the rest of my life in prison. (laughs) You know, it'd be funny. He only spends like 10 years in prison. Then he has to spend the next 20 years uh, in in poverty. The idea would he get three square meals, he'd get TV, he'd get air conditioning. Prison is not such bad living compared to what we do for our senior citizens who are below the poverty line. 800-345-5639 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Marianne and Sonoma. Uh, Rob, I have a CD that's um, becoming due uh, this week, and the percentage rate is so low. Uh, they're suggesting link CDs where the principal is uh, insured by FDIC. Is that a good idea? What's, what is it going to be linked to? A CD of their, um, oh, index. Okay, They're so it's talking. good. Hmm. Uh, well, this is the bank thing, you know, the financial person that's in the bank, and he's suggesting that I go there. Okay. What rate of return are you looking for? Uh, well, they're saying, to, in other words, um, you have to leave it in for a year or two years or three years, and then um, you may you're, you would definitely get your principal back, but not necessarily um, the um, uh, profit that you <laughs> you have uh, con, um, you know okay. consumed with all of this. What are you looking for for a rate of return? What would you be happy with, Marianne? If I were to give you five percent, I'd be delighted. <laughs> okay, okay, that's not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Now, you can do that right now with California municipal bonds. Oh, yes. 100%, not 100% safety, but pretty darn close. 
Uh-huh. You could do it with some quality corporate bonds right now. Now, with a municipal bond, if you get a 4% return, that real rate of return is over 5% because you're not paying taxes on it. Uh-huh. So if you get 5% in a CD, you're paying taxes on it, so you're down to 4%. Do you see where I'm going out with this? Right, right. So I should take that avenue then, I, municipal bonds? I would prefer that, but I don't know everything about you, and I'm legally not giving you advice here. I'm giving you a second opinion. Let me talk a little bit about what you're referring to as linked CDs. And thanks for the call. An equity-linked CD is an FDIC-insured certificate of deposit. It ties it to the rate of return of the performance of a stock index, like the S&P 500. The terms of the CDs vary. vary. They differ like gold and clay. Typically, though, at five years, it sounds like. Now, the financial institution calculates your rate of return on the date that the CD matures, based on the particular terms of the contract. Therefore, there is no guarantee that any payment in excess of the guarantee will be paid. Now, as with any CD, you should understand the terms. Verify whether the institution is offering the CD is reputable. It sounds like you've been working at this bank for a long time. Here's the issues. Liquidity risk. You're not going to be able to touch that money for up to five years. You can't get it. Sound a little bit. You're not a spring chicken. You may want that money. You may need that money. There's market risk. Let me explain what the market risk is. If the equity-linked CD is sold before maturity, it may be worth less than its purchase amount or face value. The equity-linked CD will be subject to a number of variables, including stock market volatility and changes to the components of the linked index. Now, in addition, there's no guarantee of principal return unless the investment is held to maturity. Now, there's also call risk, which is an equity-linked CD may be callable. You need to find out if this is the case. If an equity-linked CD is called, the investor's rate of return may be less than the yield for which the CD would have earned it had it been held to maturity. So there's some risk here. There's some participation rates. If the S&P 500 goes up 10% and the participation rate is 70%, you only get a 7% return. There's some caps. Some equity-linked CDs also set a cap on your gain per year, regardless of how well the index does. So if the index goes up 35% this year, but your cap's 10%, you only get 10%. There's some tax treatment. Equity-linked CDs may be treated differently than traditional CDs for tax purposes. You just got to know what you're going into. I'd prefer you in a good municipal bond. I'd prefer you in a good bond. I'd prefer you in a Ginny May fund with Fidelity. A lot more liquid, and you get 4.2%, 4.4% on your money. But up to you. Let's go to Patrick in Santa Clara. Patrick? Yeah, Rob, um, I wanted you to uh, comment on uh, HB. I think they acquired uh, EDD recently, and... uh, they're probably looking at uh, Informatica now. And what would be the benefits of uh, purchasing of Informatica? Which one do you want me to really talk about, Informatica or HP? Um, Informatica. Okay, thanks for the call. They're, they're, if Informatica doesn't get bought by HP, and I'm not saying that it is, but if they don't, that would create a, a, a problem for you. Let me pull up some information on Informatica. Ticker symbol is INFA, INFA. Now, I had some content on an HP, and when you said, you know, getting into software, I was going to tell you, bigger issue, dude, is that Xerox just bought affiliated computer, but no one thinks that affiliated computer, computer is going to hurt the competitive landscape of HP. HP is right now $47. I think it goes to 55 I think they have an opportunity to take advantage of potential customer dislocation due to the higher conviction, ultimately, that HP is better than Xerox. I know, it's that's where we're at today. That's what we're talking about. So $54, $55 on HP. Now, you want to talk a little bit about a company called Informatica. Now, again, I don't think a lot of people know who Informatica even is. 
not a widely known company. It's a pretty small company, $2 billion market cap. Let's see if I can't pull it up. Hold on just a second. Informatic has gone from 10 bucks to $22 this year. Huge move, up over 100%. That's pretty good. Pull up a bigger chart on it. It's got a PE of about 40 times earnings. 40 times earnings means that it's priced for perfection. But now that may be true or not. See, earnings are tied towards the last four quarters. And you can have a PE of 40, but let's say you took a charge three quarters ago. When that charge drops off in two quarters, because it's only the last four, that third quarter loss will become a fourth quarter loss, will be eventually a year plus loss. Your PE can go down significantly in that case. The last five years, this has kind of been a tech stock darling. Great 1990s, um, good recovery, big crash in 2000, big recovery in 2002, and then kind of market performance since. It's trading around 23 times next year's earnings. So it ain't cheap. Now, it's located in Redwood City. And software companies have been getting gobbled up. Oracle bought Siebel Systems. Oracle bought PeopleSoft. You know, Oracle buys. Oracle buys. Oracle buys. Every now and then you hear about Google buying and Microsoft buying. But Oracle has really been consolidating the business software world. A little bit of HP in there and a little bit of IBM in there as well. So $455 million in sales. It's not big. I mean, it's, it's, it's a small company. It's definitively, in my mind, a small-cap company. And if you're thinking about data, you're thinking about Informatica or Informata Data is the idea. The company provides enterprise data integration software that ultimately enables access to you know, companies to integrate, consolidate, replicate, duplicate. <laughs> I'm making up Kate's now, um, Kate Hudson. Um, it allows them to get all their data on a variety of systems. Now, Power Center Platform is the software that they do. It codes, it moves large data warehouses. They got Power Exchange software and enables access to bulk or change data. Products include Power Analyzer and application for improving data. Again, corporations, you know, they don't make a decision without looking at data at this point in time. Pretty good revenues in the last three years uh, 320 million, 390 million, 450. Earnings have gone from 36 million to 54 million to 56 million. I don't have a problem with the company, but it's expensive. So if you can buy it on a bad market, let's say the market goes into a tailspin for two weeks. I like it a lot more then than I do today because it's expensive. It's got a rich valuation. It, if you're on the riskier side of things, you go, okay, I can take that risk. If you're on the more conservative side, you wait for a pullback or you wait for a better stock to come along. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. You're listening to Rob Black Show. You can listen online, talk910.com, talk910.com, talk910.com. And the radio station you listen to now is 910-800-345-5639. More stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black. Jackson. Why? Because it's Halloween coming up. Halloween, it could be a lot spookier this year for retailers. It's going to be a bad year for Halloween. Not really. Fewer people plan to celebrate the October holiday, even though it falls on Saturday this year. What a perfect night for Halloween. Halloween is the sexiest, best holiday of the year, in my opinion, because it's sexy. It's sexy for adults and for kids. It's fun. The average consumer is going to spend 15% less on Halloween this year than last year. 
Last year, we spent $66. This year, we're going to spend $56. Of the nearly one-third of people who responded to a poll, they said the economy is going to affect their Halloween plans. 88% said they're going to spend less overall. 46% said they're going to uh, buy less candy. You know who loves Halloween? Dentists. Dentists love Halloween because the amount of people who crack their teeth on the hard candy in the following days. So 46% of us are going to buy less candy. 16% said they're going to make their own costumes instead of buying one. And 5% said they won't hand out candy. 5% aren't going to hand out candy? Scrooge! Now, the findings contrast sharply with last year's survey where people were participating in Halloween festivities as a way to avoid the, oh, everything's so screwed up in the world. Like, last year it was a relief for us to have Halloween. This year... We're looking at our, 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 our checkbooks. We're looking at our pocketbooks. The economy has caught Halloween this year. So I think that's kind of an interesting story. Consumers plan to spend an average $20 on costumes, $17 on candy, $14 on decorations, $3 on greeting cards. Now, here's a list of things that scare me, speaking of Halloween. The jaws of sharks, a vulture's wing, the rabid bite of a dog of war, the voice of one who went before, but most of all in the mirror's gaze, which counts us out in our numbered days. What scares me the most is getting older. So that's my Halloween fearful moment of the day. And by the way, sexiest costume, sexy, sexy, sexy. I love Halloween. There's nothing more fun than seeing young people, middle-aged people, old people, and kids, you know, getting that, that, that break, just wearing a costume and, and de-stressing for a couple of minutes. You know, you're no longer Rob, the radio show guy. You're no longer Michelle, the soccer mom. You're no longer Ed, the, the systems analyst. Halloween to me is the truest break of all. Uh, because you get to play a different character. And I'll be quite honest with you. I've had some sexy time on Halloween because it's good. It's good to do a little bit of role playing. It's good to get out of character. It's it's nice. Now, speaking about a character, have you seen the Burger King commercials? Just say yes. Yes, I've seen the Burger King commercials. You know, the one where Tony Stewart is going to be hooked up to a polygraph. Tony Stewart endorses Whoppers. Early on in the ad campaign, you saw Carrot Top and you saw Eric Estrada, and Eric Estrada has got the glasses. And he goes, why is nobody buying my glasses that say Estrada? You've seen the commercials, right? This is what money and Wall Street is all about. A celebrity who's willing to take a lie detector that he actually likes the product. At the end of this month-long campaign, during one of the big races in NASCAR, most popular sport in the nation, Tony Stewart's going to be hooked up to a lie detector to see if he's got street cred. I'll tell you this, every sponsor on the show, I stand 100% behind. Geeks on call, if your computer breaks or if your laptop's just going incredibly slow, get it fixed. Don't buy a new one. I stand by people that I advertise that advertise on this show. So the setup spot, it's in heavy rotation. Again, it's got Carrot Top. What's wrong with Carrot Top's face? Does anyone know? Something is evil and wrong with Carrot Top. But Estrada. Now, of course, Tony Whopper loves Whoppers because if you look at him, he's a little round in the belly. So he's got a bit of a weight problem. How does a race car driver have a weight problem? I don't know. You know the suits that they wear? They're called fire suits. Just thought I'd take a, a side there for you. Now, the Burger King campaign, it's played for laughs. But at its fundamental core, it teaches us all about business and money. I love the show Mad Men because every now and then they blend in a little bit of what the advertising world does to manipulate us. 
This is opposite. They're going to have him hooked up to a lie detector. Celebrities, are, they're synthetic creatures. They walk, they talk, they media process fictions. Do you really think that what we see is what we get? Of course not. They're three-dimensional beings who share their names and bank accounts with each other. Semi-magical, almost folkloric existence. They endorse anything, especially outside the United States. You've heard about commercials that Bill Murray and other people will do in Japan. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne doing soap commercials in, in Japan because he doesn't want his image in the United States to get weakened. The grammar of celebrity endorsement is lie to us. It's okay. We want to see a celebrity endorsement. We recently had the Grammy Awards. No, no, no. Emmy. TV. TV. Emmy. And they went from 90% of the commercials featuring celebrities last year to less than 20% this year. So we're starting to say, we don't believe you and we're angry. Now, Sarah Jessica Parker, the woman from Sex and the City, I think she's got a horsey face. I think for one movie in her life, L.A. Story with Steve Martin, she was cute. But ever since then, it looks like she's got a horsey face. Horsey face, as I like to say. Um, Do you think she really uses Garnier? Do you really think she goes to Target? I bet you her skin would break out if she used Garnier shampoo. Not that there's anything wrong with Garnier shampoo, because I'm willing to endorse it for the right amount of money, i.e. seven figures like she makes. Now, Brooke Shields using Rogaine on her eyebrows. She's got big old bushy eyebrows. Would you buy Rogaine if you saw that? Eyelashes, eyebrows, they're all the same thing. Yeah, I'd buy Rogaine if, if Brooke Shields were to, to endorse that. Now, William Shatner negotiating his hotel rates on Priceline. Do you really think he does that? It's possible. Paris Hilton, you know, skinny, skinny Paris Hilton. When she ate that thousand calorie Carl Jr. burger, do you think that she ate that thousand pound, thousand calorie Carl's Jr. burger without putting a tapeworm in her stomach or at least bulimically bulging it out of her body uh, the moment it hit? Now, no one's ever enforced a notion that celebrities have to love or use the products they endorse. But you know what? There's a lot of backlash if a celebrity is photographed with a rival product. And we live in the day and age with blogs. And they're on top of you. Now, what's weirder about it is Brad Pitt wants to be seen as an everyman. So Brad Pitt is now willing to make a deal with Starbucks. I'll walk around with a a cup of Starbucks in my hand so that I can be paparazzied and shown drinking your coffee. Britney Spears was seen going in and out of Starbucks for the longest time. She was trying to get an image out there that she's one of us and not some whack out Hollywood starlet that was out of control that would shave her head. That was planned. Simon Cowell wearing, you know, a certain watch. Incredibly well managed by the stage. Paparazzi is going to give celebrities products to hold. That's how far we've gotten in front of this. Crisis of confidence out there in celebrity ads and and who we believe and who we don't. This ad campaign out of Burger King, I think it's honestly nothing but genius. I'm talking about it, right? And we we look at advertising campaigns. And if you're a mother, you know that advertising campaigns geared towards kids piss you off. So why don't you get angry when you see some of these ad campaigns coming out uh, on everyday products? You too. I'd like to see them hooked up. To a lie detector. Do you really think they're using blackberries? Michael Phelps. Do you think he's ever been in a subway shop in his life? Tina Fey and an Amex. Well, that one I believe. Anyway, I thought that was interesting when I saw Tony Stewart saying, I love Whoppers and I'm willing to get a lie detector because it's it's totally anti everything that we've ever seen and everything that we totally believe in. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 
three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. You're listening to nine ten AM. You can find me online, talk nine ten dot com. When you find me online, you can listen to the show a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth time via a podcast. That's at talk nine ten dot com. Eight zero zero three four five five six three nine. More stimulating talk. which used to be a pretty cool magazine, named this one of the bands to watch in the year 2008. They're just two guys. I kind of dig what they're trying to do. Um, Basically, it's a band, attended university together, freshman year. They started to make a band, hanging out, showing each other music that they liked, experimented with a little noise rock and electronica before setting down, uh, you know, a shape-shifting psychedelic pop. Shape-shifting psychedelic pop. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do a whole three hours of that, but the song Kids, it was used, that was what you were just listening to. Um, Kids was used on several occasions without permission by, of all people, the president of France, Nicolas Sarkozy. As Sarkozy's political party admitted the song had been used without permission and offered a symbolic compensation of one euro. The band rejected the offer, saying it's insulting. Ultimately, they settled a legal suit with them, and money was donated to charity to help other musicians with similar legal battles. So, bet you didn't know that about Sarkozy. I love that he gets elected, dumps his wife, and dates the hottest woman on the planet. Give him credit. He did it right in front of you. He didn't do it behind the scenes. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. A couple things that we have to get through. Sarah Palin soon to be publishing phenomenon will she be a big hit will she not no longer governor of alaska will she be a bestseller yes she will her memoir will be a staggering 1.5 million copies ordered out of the gate that's equal to the print run of ted kennedy's posthumous autobiography published this month so in just a millisecond of a flash for 15 seconds of fame She's going to sell as many books as Teddy Kennedy. Big old bloated Teddy Kennedy. Big old bloated Teddy Kennedy drew of a woman into a lake and then figured out, better talk about this to the police six hours later. It wasn't a lake. It was a river, but you get the idea. Now, Miss Palin's frustration over her... Tri- and Kennedy was American. He was Americana. With baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and the Kennedys. I mean, they are our royalty. How can she sell as many books as he does? Because that's the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to describe Miss Palin's frustration over her treatment by staffers that she inherited from the McCain campaign after her surprise pick as the vice presidential nominee last year. She's booked on grueling interviews with hostile reporters. You think she'll do Katie Kirk again this time around to push her book? Glenn Beck couldn't even get through to her aides. Mr. Beck tells uh, people that he was stunned when he picked up the phone one day just before the election to discover Sarah Palin was on the other end of the line. She explained that she had been blocked from reaching out to her audience as she was now going to rogue and booking her own interviews. Lynn Beck coming up right after this show. And uh, her book, Going Rogue in American Life. And I think Lynn Book's got a new book coming out. Me? I don't have a book. I'm thinking about an adult scratch and sniff. That's going to be my next book that I put together. And I'll tie it towards that Halloween thing that they do in San Francisco. Elsewhere in the news file, 
ex-Enron executive jailed for 16 months for wire fraud. Former executive with Enron, that energy company that collapsed in 2001. And what sort of a jerk am I? I got my photo with the Enron E and I used it as my Christmas card that year. Sentenced to 16 months in prison after pleading guilty to wire fraud, Joseph Herco. He was co-chief executive officer of Enron's failed telecommunications business, forfeiting about $7 million in restitution to victims through the United States Securities and Exchange Commission's Fair Fund. Now, in July 2005, Herco and four other Enron broadband. You know, the only thing that I got out of this is it takes eight years to put a man in prison in the United States. That's too long. Give the Taliban some credit. They dole out justice pretty swift and pretty harsh. We could use a little bit of Taliban justice in the United States. Eight years to sentence him. And he gets 16 months. White collar crimes. If you're going to commit a crime, commit white collar crime. Because people have no sense. You steal millions and millions and millions of people's money. And we can't process that. You steal someone's TV and you go to jail for three years. But millions and millions and millions of people's money, eh, 16 months, slap on the wrist. It's a lot like Paul Pot. You know, cruel dictator kills millions and millions and millions of people. At some point in time, you just go, well done. Well done. You killed millions of people. You, you go around your neighborhood and you kill one person, 10 years in prison. You know? Millions and millions. We just don't grasp the concepts when they're that big. I'm going to have Chuck Reed on the show sometime in the next 30 days. That's a pretty good pull. I give Heidi props on that one. Pretty good pull, Heidi. How are things changing in the world? Let's go to this story. CNN, they got a new iPhone app. And what it's going to do is mobile news to the next level. CNN, they've shown groundbreaking chutzpah. In the 1980s, the idea of 24-hour news, no one else did it. And Ted Turner was about to run out of money. And his lawyer's like, you're going to have to shut down CNN. And he goes, let's come up with headline news. So he comes up with a second version of CNN, 24-hour news, but it was even a shorter version. And he's about to run out of money. He's about to go bankrupt. He's about to go bankrupt. And Ted Turner says, let's come up with CNN too. He never listened to attorneys. I think there's something to be said for that. CNN, great groundbreaker. I know you probably don't think of CNN as Ted Turner anymore, but in the 1980s he did. Now, the network has a market-leading website. It's the number one news site. Anytime we need news, we go to CNN. They've been big into Twitter. They've been big into live streaming video, localized traffic and weather, the ability for users to upload cell phone photos or video to report. This is the first time, though, CNN's going a totally different direction. They're going to do a direct uplink from a mobile device to their iReport platform, an enhancement that could make it easier for users to transmit kind of the the the, the on-the-ground citizen reports that have grown common during high-profile events. Now, CNN is saying that the video upload and download features will work fine on the open cellular network, where video features are typically pokey. What's interesting to note about this is you're going to pay $1.99 for an application at Apple. It's going to be set up with some advertising from Chevron and Lexus. It's testing the balance for app simplicity. It nearly mimics a full website with a number of features and multimedia options. But CNN, with its rather unabashed bravado, they think that users, they want all that heavy firepower. The new app is one of the best user experiences around, they say. Now, some of the confidence earned out of CNN, they have they've have some cojones. They take chances. CNN is still the highest traffic news site. It also owns one of the most followed Twitter accounts. So it's just a different approach. I work at a TV station 
that I don't think is terribly well funded. And I think you know that. It's cron news. And in order to get around that, they basically fired the cameraman. That's what they did. And they started cutting more costs. Cut a manager here, cut a manager there. And what they did was they set up what are called VJs, video DJs, video journalists. And they'll give a camera to someone and they'll go out to City Hall and they'll set up their own camera. They'll set up their own shot. They'll put a microphone in front of the mayor. They'll come back and edit it all. We kind of went in a new direction. Now, CNN's trying to go in a new direction as well. It's just worthy of note. Remember Erica Hill? Anyone remember her? She was a Bay Area native. And she worked locally. Bay Area News, San Francisco News. A couple years ago, she worked for Tech TV. She worked for Tech Live. Where do I go with this? When she was offered CNN, she was engaged to get married in about a month. Told her fiance, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. I'm going to go be national. And she dumped her, uh, her, her lubby, so to speak. So CNN, groundbreaking. And I just gave you a little Erica Hill insight that you probably didn't know. In 2006, she was um, listed as one of the 35, no, no, one of the 100 most beautiful people. In People Magazine, I've never been on that list, surprisingly. They don't have a list for puffy white guys. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. And again, it goes to show you that you can go from tech TV to CNN. Or you can go from being a stewardess to being a business reporter to being a business anchor. Don't put a lot of faith in media. Most of it's an act. Very few of us have any originality and or any editorial voice. Speaking of cool, let's talk Starbucks. Starbucks. They began handing out tens of thousands of free samples. They got a new product. What do you think it's going to be? Give you a second to think. Starbucks got a new product coming out. It's instant coffee. Eight months after Starbucks began selling what's called VIA, VIA, instant coffee. They started selling it in Seattle and Chicago. There, it's a dissolvable drink. Dissolvable drink? Now, large-scale distribution, 1,500 sites outside stores. The VIA launch shows just how determined Starbucks is to own a stake in the $21 billion instant coffee market. Now, we know that Starbucks is king of the $4 or the 5 buck coffee. Not Starbucks, 5 bucks. But instant coffee, it's pervasive in Europe. It's 80% of coffee sales. Instant brews haven't won over the American taste buds. In large part, the image is an inferior knockoff of drip-brewed coffee. We're snobs. We're coffee snobs. It's ridiculous. Now, Starbucks is going to start to um, get into skinny little cylindrical three-packs. You can get three cups of coffee for three bucks. Twelve packs are going to be ten bucks. And you dissolve the, the, the little tablet in water, and it's going to be pretty prevalent. Coffee is available in Colombia and Italian roast flavors, and more varieties are expected in the future. An analyst in Chicago said today that Starbucks faces some big hurdles. Starbucks Instant comes in just shy of a cup of coffee for a dollar, when in reality we can get pennies a cup on homebrewed Joe. Now, vendors like REI are going to be a big part of this, where you and I go camping. Let's say we go camping this weekend. Very romantic. We get out in the woods with the bears, you and me. We want a cup of coffee. We don't have a coffee grinder, but we got a Starbucks drop. 
pretty cool. You got it. Bio is going to appear on grocery shelves next year. This comes at a tough time for Starbucks. They've seen their revenue slide the last three consecutive quarters. Profit has fallen in the past five, six quarters, hit by increasing competition and a recession that's caused caffeine addicts to switch to cheaper drinks. Whether Via will be a home run or not remains to be seen. But single-serve instant coffee coming to the United States. Look at a Bobby in Ukiah. Bobby in Ukiah. Bobby? Yes. Hey, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to comment on your uh, question about Carrot Top's face. Yeah, I was talking about the advertising campaign um, for Burger King. And yeah. Carrot Top's out there pitching product, and he just looks weird. What happened to him? Uh, well, number one, if you remember back when he was doing a stand-up back in the, uh, I think it was early, early mid-90s, um, he was really skinny. Yeah. If you look at him now, he, he's, he's been doing some good vitamins. Uh, I think he's on some really good, uh, really good vitamins. I would even go as far as say some really good steroids. Plus, uh, he looks like he's had a lot of plastic surgery done. Yeah, wait, this, this is why people are afraid of clowns now. <laughs> he's a human clown, huh? He's a human clown. I'm he's, 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 he's a he's a great talent. His stand up's good. I liked it, but he's, he's he's a freak of nature now. He's gone from being like 120 pounds to like 200 pounds of just lean muscle and plastic surgery. He's had his cheeks done. It looks like his nose done, his eyes done. Uh, he really needs some of his hair, though. I mean, I don't know. He's just he's just a freak of nature now with the steroid use. Sounds good. Thanks for the update, Bobby. 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. Talk910.com is where you can get a podcast version of the show. While you're there, you can also check out some of the music that I listen to. Um, you, What station are you listening to? It's 910. It's 910 a.m. You're not listening to FM right now. You're not listening to, well, maybe you are listening to your iPod. I don't know. You can call the show 800-345-5639, 800-345-5639, just like Mike in Oakland. He's called the show, and we're going to get to him in uno momentaro, which I think is Italian-Spanish for one moment. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black Show, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. 800-345-5639, show's winding down, so we got plenty of time to get a call or two on. Home prices have risen for a third month in a row, but now we're going to start going into the people don't buy houses time, so we expect people don't houses time equals home prices should start sliding a little bit again. Let's go to Mike in Oakland. Mike. Mike. Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Rob? I'm okay. I had a question about Chipotle Mexican Grills. I, I, I hold that stock, and uh, over the last four months, it's had a pretty good run-up. Yep. And then today, it popped up about four seventy-five a share. And I'm just wondering if you could just comment on what you think might be the cause for that spike today, and, and where do you see the stock going? Take me a little bit more time to get the spike reason. Stay with me. Tell me a little bit about Chipotle. I can't find anything about. I'll find it for you, but I got to open up a site and get there. And uh, give me a second. Why did you buy Chipotle? Uh, it was recommended to me by who? Uh, by a broker. Okay. You have a stock broker? Yeah. Why do you have a stock broker? I uh, just, uh, you know, just I don't have time to do a lot of my own research, so I just kind of rely on him to kind of point me in the right direction. Where do you have a brokerage relationship at? Uh, one of the banks here in Walnut Creek. Okay. How much are you worth? Uh, about 
about a million and a half. Okay, and you use a bank broker? Mm-hmm. How's he worked out for you? Good. Good. That's good, that's good to hear, because typically what they tend to say is that bank brokers are kind of generic. They don't take a lot of chances, and they, they push a lot of bank products, and they don't really um, get to know you and investments tied towards you. For instance, Chipotle for my mother would be totally different than Chipotle for me. Um, taking a look at why it's higher today. Um, hmm. It's a heavily shorted stock. Short interest fell in the first half of September. The most recent data shows. Um, it's got a very small float. Um, $100 psych level coming into play right here, right above it. Yeah. There's no other news. It just It's an incredibly high, heavily shorted stock. Um. Um, I'm looking back at some of the last comparisons with the company. They're pretty easy. They reached an agreement with some East Coast farms for wage increases. I did that story not too long ago. Um, hold on a second. I'm looking at the, the float. How many shares are available out there? Um, large increases in short interest. I'm looking for CMG. Chipotle Mexican Grill. Large decreases. Um... Trying to get some more numbers on it, and not much coming up. Um, not much more than what I've already thrown out there. Yeah, it's just hard for me to understand this environment and why it keeps going up. And I'm just trying to figure out whether it's time to get out. <laughs> um, what? Did, why did you buy it? What was your goal? Because uh, so it was recommended that they had a lot of cash on hand, and that they were going to expand, and uh, that they thought that that was you know going to pr- make the share price go higher. What's interesting to note about what you just said is expansion. And Wall Street loves revenue expansion. Wall Street loves earnings. Sometimes we love one over the other. But it's a heavily shorted stock, and their, their numbers don't seem to be going down at this point in time. One analyst puts a sell on it at $92, and they think it should go to $75. Um, Same-store sale trends are weakening with negative guest traffic. Restaurant-level margins could be near peak levels. Little room to improve. They're doing that extra wage increase. So to me, it seems like a short squeeze is what you're seeing, and that's probably why it's exaggerated. They recently beat earnings way, way, way back in July by $0.22. But they did that with a revenue that was in line. So they didn't sell more burritos. Right. They were able to squeeze the burrito, so to speak, speak the employee and get more profit from them. Or they were able to, you know, negotiate better prices on tomatoes. Or maybe prices came down on a year-over-year level. But, yeah, there's no big news. It looks like a short squeeze, and thanks for the call. Not a heavy right. float. And when there's a squeeze, you can get panicked out of it. Chipotle Mexican Grill, they do 800, 880 quick-style restaurants, 30-plus states. One-and-a-quarter-pound burrito, chicken, steak, barbecue, free-range pork, beans, rice, guac, veggie, salsa, 65,000 choices. So um, the company's restaurants, the restaurants are company-owned, so they're not franchised. Now, some of them are franchised, but most of them are company-owned. And again, different business model than, say, a McDonald's, ever so slightly. And a lot of people don't know this. Chipotle was spun off from McDonald's, and I bet McDonald's wishes they hadn't done that. $3 billion market cap, ultimately, it's pretty tiny. Um, we're seeing if there's anything else I can bleed from the story for you, and I really can't. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Who do I feel bad for right now is low-paid workers. Low-paid workers. Many of California's lowest-paid workers appear to have tumbled into the ranks of the poor. That's right, poverty. The recession has hammered people already straining to live in a high-cost state. 
Yesterday, we had a woman who was maniacal. She was crazy. She was nuts. And she called the show and said, Gap should pay their employees more. And I'm like, are you high? We're the most populous state in the nation. We have a bigger increase in the number of people living now below the poverty line. 160,000 more Californians fell below poverty in 2008 than during the three years preceding it. California's poverty rate, what do you think our poverty rate is? 13.3% of us live below poverty. Those numbers are going to get worse before they get better. Let's go to Ryan in Walnut Creek. Ryan? Yeah. Uh, is Chipotle owned by McDonald's as well? No, they were spun off from McDonald's. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking about investing in McDonald's um, and want to know if I should invest in McDonald's or Sonic. I want to invest in a fast food uh, burger joint. Okay. Uh, what are your ideas on that? I don't know. You kind of threw me for a, a loop here by bringing up Sonic. Um, well, just because I know we're big in, uh, down in the south, and uh, I, I know a friend of a friend that uh, uh, I guess knows quite a lot about the, the company itself, and uh, I don't know. I just want to invest in a fast food joint. Why? Uh, because it's, I don't think it's going to die. I mean, uh Kids are just eating burgers, and, and it's just, I'm in it for the long term. Okay. I know nothing about Sonic, and I probably don't have enough time to really pull sure. up the data. Um, okay. If you want to call back tomorrow, though, I will gladly go over okay. this with you. Is Sonic out of Novato? Uh, no? no, I think uh, Arkansas. Okay. I don't think they're publicly traded at this point in time. Um, I, I, yeah, they, I think their ticker is... Uh, S-O-N-C? S-O-N-C. There's a couple of tickers that are, yeah. yeah, a couple of companies named Sonic, but... Thanks for the call. Um, yeah, there's Sonic Automotive, which is what really confuses me. Uh, but Sonic ticker symbol is S-O-N-C, S-O-N-C. Let's see if this is the one that we're trying to figure out if it is or isn't. Um, stock's gone from 15 to 5 to 10 to 5 to 10 to 5 to 11. So, yeah, see, unfortunately, producing on the fly sometimes hurts. Yeah, they do. Uh, Sonic does the quick drive-in restaurants. They're out of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. 684 partner drives in. Do some work on them and compare Sonic to Chipotle and compare them to McDonald's. Investing is not about being right. It's about figuring out the best comparisons. You're listening to Rob Black's show, talking all things financial. I'm Rob Black. You can find a copy of the show at talk910.com. Coming up next, Glenn Beck, the one, the only... The man who makes me cry, Glenn Beck. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.